This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. This holiday season, with every new subscription to The Latest on Apple Podcasts, we'll be donating a free subscription to any friend of your choice. Just tell me who they are and how to get a hold of them. Enjoy the show. It's Sunday, December 1. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. From crowded stores to online clicks, it's beginning to look a lot like a record-setting holiday shopping season. Estimated 56% of American shoppers have already started on their holiday purchases. 165 million Americans are expected to look for bargains during the five-day stretch that runs from Thanksgiving Day through Cyber Monday. Big retailers are feeling... Those voices are discussing Black Friday, the day where Americans gorge themselves with products, the day after they gorge themselves with food. It's the busiest shopping day of the year, sending hordes of early risers to bum-rush chain stores to buy gifts for the people they abandoned prematurely on Thanksgiving. This year, only 36% of shoppers plan to do their holiday shopping on Black Friday itself, with the vast majority preferring to facilitate the movement of goods that will eventually be returned online. As such, this holiday has contaminated the surrounding calendar dates like an oil spill, turning one day of savings into an ocean full of shrimp born with coupons on the inside. Americans are estimated to drop roughly $87 billion on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That's the same amount of money President Bush requested to fund operations in Iraq and Afghanistan in 2003, highlighting our proud tradition of splurging on pointless things that will eventually break. Like any good war zone, deals are hard fought. Over the past 12 years, 44 separate Black Friday incidents have resulted in 11 deaths, the equivalent of Matthew Broderick taking five and a half vacations along the Irish coast, and 108 injuries, mostly caused by stampeding crowds, parking lot shootings, and shoppers choking on pleasure from savings, like David Carradine using a discounted belt. I'm not saying I dislike these shopping events. On the contrary, I bought a jacket. But there is something that bothers me about the desire to get anything and everything for as cheaply as possible, no matter the cost. Relatives took off early from my family Thanksgiving, which happens once a year, to head to Walmart, which is open every day. And for the lucky Walmart employees scheduled to work on Thanksgiving Day, they don't even receive holiday pay. Instead, they get 15% off a Walmart purchase on select days in December, bringing an 8-ounce can of Del Monte tomatoes down from an outrageous 43 cents to a cool 36. Or take Amazon, where being a Prime member results in two-day Cyber Monday delivery for the low cost of $129 per year, plus 10 serious injuries per 100 full-time workers. I don't begrudge anyone for wanting to save a few bucks, but this same low-cost-at-all-cost attitude permeates into how we worship the dollar menu, make teachers buy their own glue sticks, and demonize taxes that pay for extravagances like roads and pipes. In a country where it seems like we're trapped in a never-ending race to the bottom, it might be a nice change of pace to see what it's like to pay full price for something that's built to last. Like a sports arena, or a fighter jet, or a wall along our porous southern border fortified with a moat filled with alligators and electric eels. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. My guest today is Jesse Alkir. He's a Colorado-based creative director and the founder of the Denver Ad School. Jesse, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Greg. On Wednesday, O.J. recalled a compelling piece of television programming. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Well, I woke up this morning to two big topics. Uh, 
One was uh, Lamar Jackson, incredible performance. It reminded me of a uh, Alka-Seltzer commercial years ago where the pitcher's on the mound, he's about to pitch. He looks over at first base and he sees Ricky Henderson taking a lead off first base. I could imagine it had to be pretty upsetting. Jesse, what do you think about what OJ had to say? Well, it's actually very interesting because that's a very relatable moment for regular people and athletes to see someone at the top of their game and be a little concerned about you know how well they're going to do and to be a little bit intimidated. And uh, that can obviously lead to some very good humor and something that would play very well in a TV commercial. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Jesse, thanks for joining me. Nice to be here, Greg. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other weird apps. I beg you. I'm on Twitter.com, at underscore Greg Ott. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by me soon, I mean you'll soon... Oh. <clears throat> There's something in my mouth.